Hello, and welcome to Health and Fitness Redefined. I'm your host, Anthony Amen. <sighs> Join me today as we take a dive into the world of health and fitness, where we're looking to overcome adversity, depict the facts versus fiction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. Today, guys, you might be wondering, why did he stop and take a breath? He never does that. That's because today, if you saw the title of the episode, we are talking all about breathing techniques and the power of mindset, diving back into it again, this time from a little different of a standpoint. So I hope you buckle your seatbelts, guys, because it's going to be a lot of fun. And without further ado, let's welcome to the show, Himanash. Himanash, welcome to the show, man. Hi, Anthony. It's, it's a pleasure being here. And I want you to just say your name for everybody because I know I'm not, I, I butcher everyone's name. So go for it so we can learn how to properly yeah. say it. Yeah, so it's it's Himanish, so hi, man, is, so just like breaking it out in the syllables. <laughs> and how do you say your last name? Uh, Goel, G-O-E-L. Love it. And I want to talk to you today all about breathing techniques. We spoke briefly about it before the show. What does it mean? What does it do? What's the power of it? Because I am all for this, just to give you a little insight into myself. So first off... Take us into your life. Explain to us a little bit about what you do, uh, how you came about studying these breathing techniques, and go for it, man. Take it away. All you. Yeah. So in terms of how my journey has been on like the breathing technique side, it's I've I've on I've been a part of this journey since like around high school where I've had to find different outputs to get my message across and kind of use a source of keeping myself at peace to help me focus on the main goal. And so whether it's been, um, whether it's been going to like the next big, the next big step or the next big thing, I've always find found a way to use meditation and breathing techniques to my advantage. You know, I started off with like the art of living where I was kind of learning these these focus points on where you should try to keep the mind engaged because every person has a third eye. It's in like in the middle between your eyebrows and like the middle of your forehead. And that's where all the wonders happen. If you can really just not take in the disturbance of what's around you. And I started building that up as I went through uh, my high school years and I got to the point where Anything, any work, any task, anything that's given to me, I'm not shifted onto like another, onto like another distraction or I'm not getting easily pulled away from like a conversation. I'm just right at where I am in the present. And I think we tend to look back at the past and future, which tend to help, which kind of bog us down into not looking at the present. And so breathing, you know, breathing techniques as like, um, I'm trying to think of one of their names, but taking like a deep breath and holding it for five seconds and just focusing on that breath very silently and gently and just doing it multiple times keeps you at the moment. And even like, I like to call this the Darth Vader voice <laughs> where you when, you, when you take a deep breath, like, and you try to release it out from your throat, like 
you're opening your throat chakras so that you can speak better and you can articulate your conversation into a more better way so yeah that's those are that's kind of what's kind of helped me get through the process i want to talk about something you mentioned which i found very intriguing which was focusing on the present and i think that's something we always lose in our our culture and our society we're always when we're talking to friends oh well i'm planning for the future for a well you know this happened to me in the past so it prevents me from doing anything going forward and we never really have a conversation with people about what's going on now how are we now with everything we're given in this current situation what's the best advice i can push to go forward how can i live in now so I don't know if you have anything to expand on to that. Yeah. So in terms of being at the current moment that you're at, we like to give a good example. If you're if you're a student in like elementary school, right, and you're and you're doing your your due due diligence to like get through the years and try to develop those skill sets, you're always looking at. Oh, I wish I got that that thing. Or I wish I go to middle school. And we keep looking forward to like what's going to happen next. What we already know, there's something in line for the structure. Like we will get there. We just have to do the work and to be in the and just to find that present moment becomes hard because we tend to regret things that we didn't do in the past, and we tend to look forward to things that we want to come. And what we have currently, we don't really appreciate that. We were not grateful. We're not grateful thankful or anything like, wow, I've accomplished this much. I can't wait to see what's in the future. We tend to say it as, man, I didn't do anything. I wish I did this and I hope I can do that. And so those wishes and the hopes that you turn into like negate negative statements, it never goes through. And there's a statement where anything you say back to the universe it hits you 10 times forward and makes that effect in where you you in where your currently uh it, it where your uh, current state is in your life so what no whether it's negative positive it's it's either going to benefit you or or it's just going to hurt you in multiple ways so i tried to like i think it's the words and being aware of where you are currently because there are so many people who are just grateful for living because they are not able to they because of certain of certain memories that they've had that have helped them to stay in the present and it's usually after like continuous failures that helps the person like be like okay i need to stop looking at the future and the past because it's not helping and for some they keep getting things along the way and the little failures that come they don't you know it does not affect them because they're constantly staying in the present so i feel like and th- and those failures they improve on but they're not like it's not something that holds them down pretty much so you have to like look at it like uh, kind of like a two way battle like are you going to be that positive one who just doesn't look who's looking to help and trying to learn versus someone who's looking for the end goal that you know if you start playing 
the guitar and thinking you're going to be the next rock star on stage, it's going to take some practice before you get there. But if you're learning to, you know, go the, the, it's, I think the best acronym is there's a, um, what's that? I'm trying to, there are different ways of like articulating it. So when you're on the highway, right? There's roads where it's your real, it's like completely straight. You know, you just keep going down uh, on that road and you'll reach your destination. But there are roads where you have it, you have to take an exit, you have to go around about, you have to go into certain, you have to take certain pathways to get to that destination and you're constantly switching your paths. Those are the ones who end up feeling like they've achieved something because they've gone from one industry to another one, they've gone to something else and they've constantly been learning and improving, but they've had one, two, three main skill sets that they've, that they've been proactive about at least. So, you, you know, I think you have to be open to like, there is gonna be ups and downs. It's just, you have to figure out the ways of how you wanna treat it. And that should not affect the way you think currently because it shows how much the past or the future is hurting you. Um, so yeah, I think that I got too much into the details. Yeah, we, we, we talked about a lot there. So I'm just gonna bring it back a little bit and break down each point. One of the first things you said was putting something out into the universe, it will, it will hit you 10 times greater than that in the future, whether it's positive or negative. Can you expand just on that a little more? Are you referring to positive and negative energy or referring to just mental thoughts? Where's that going? So, yeah, um, let's take something like, let me give like an example on this, uh, on the show actually. So I'm going to ask you, what is something you're looking forward to that you, you wish you could have like anything that I wish I could have that I, or know I'm going to get, uh, uh, well, something that you're like, man, I don't know if I can get that, but if I just, if I can get that out, like if that, that would be just so cool. Something that, you know, you think is not possible, but you wish you would, you could get that. I think I'm going to answer for every American here and just say financial stability. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so if you, so if, if someone who's looking for financial stability, if we take two candidates, one who's like, man, I'm not really paying my bills, you know, I'm not financially stable. I'm not having my bills get paid. And, you know, I'm kind of losing my, my house, my car, my property pretty much. And, and he keeps on saying that statement that I don't think I'll be able to pay it. You know, it's not going to go. Every time he says that, you don't, we don't realize the words we use have a big impact towards what our future is going to look like. And eventually, if he goes on that route, they eventually get to that stage that they want because the universe is like, that's what you've been asking. If you had said that I want, I know I'm going to get better in the financial statement, it might take some time, but I will get there. Over a period of time, you'll, you'll notice the difference that somehow that motivation to just even want to fix it comes into play. And so... I'm going to yeah. talk about, I'm going to stop you here for a second. 
because I'm going to talk from two separate ends. All right. So you have one end, which is, we'll just say the non-sciencey, more spirituality saying where you're talking on a positive and it's coming back. But then I'm also going to pitch it for all of you people who say, I don't believe in X, Y, Z. And I want to talk a little more from uh, a procedural approach, which would be when you start thinking positive. So if I start telling you, hey, I'm going to be more financially secure in the future, what's going to happen is that your brain is going to be working subconsciously trying to figure out ways to make you get financially stable. So those little steps that we've talked about many times in the show, where you have a big ladder and you're looking up saying, I'll never get there. Well, the people who want to be financially stable will do this step by step by step by step and eventually work their way up. But on the flip side, the people who say, I will never get there, will never take that first step. They won't work Mm -hmm. step A to Z. They'll just give up at A because that's too far away for them. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. The the ones who who have that negative mindset that that we're not going to get there. They never take the step, but some, um, but the ones who say the positive words obviously have that tendency to see the results because they've always been so positive in their life. The, I think the point that I'm trying to go towards is it, if you can change, you know, the words, the way you speak and just like the way you look at how you want to approach things, it can make a dramatic impact, even if things aren't going as well. Like, what's an example that I can use that's act that's act that I've actually seen happen? Um, who has it been? Uh, this is actually. Hmm, there have been several examples. And I'm trying to think which one would be the which one would be a good one to like at least say that you know th- I've seen this happen. This is actually true um so yeah my um my grandfather he he was on so he lives in india so like that's like <laughs> miles away from here so he he went to school like this into the business school and kind of knew that he wanted to be in part of like the business industry and helping entrepreneurs and people didn't really take him as seriously because he thought they thought you don't know as much, you're refreshing. And you have to get to like the PhD level because some undergraduates uh, do get the opportunity. It's just, it's the way you sell yourself. And he didn't have money to go to do the master's or the PhD because those costs, that costs a lot. And so he kind of, you know, but out of everything, he kept, you know, when people start to say that you can't do things, you start to have like that negative mindset that, you know, it's not going to happen. And slowly things just didn't change. And I think it was, um, he went to a, there was like a, a community yoga, uh, breathing and yoga class. And he thought that, you know, I don't know if this is really going to help me, but I should probably give it a shot. He was willing to try a new thing of maybe this can help him think at least a little bit on like the higher spectrum on like the positive landscape. And somehow as like the months and the days were progressing 
anything that people used to say because like you know you should get better at your pitching and come back three months later you know and like laugh behind the back and everything he had this bubble where it didn't affect him and they wanted to see how was it affect how how would it affect him because in those previous days it did and as you know he showed that anything you're going to say is just going to bounce back at you it's slow he slowly reached his ranks up that he ended up opening up his own business in like the cement industry where it ran pretty successfully and people started giving him projects and so someone who's in the biggest hole that they're trying to get to climb themselves out of can turn out to be the one that people are racing up to the mountain and ones that are at the mountain can slowly go down into the hole if their mindset goes like you know we have everything and people are always going to come to us what's the point of thinking like that if this is like this is our nation so you don't you have to have the fine balance between power and greed and humble and um giving so you want to like balance that because you don't want it's like a seesaw you don't want it to go up on either spectrum <laughs> so it's the motivational part of our brains right. that want to yep. turn it on and light a fire under your butt and say, <laughs> hey, hey, get yep. to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like that breathing fire, which you constantly got to feed. And I think that's a great example is that if you let a fire just burn, it's going to go out. What yeah. do you got to do? Constantly throw timber in it, constantly throw timber over and over and over again. And that yep. comes with taking care of yourself. That comes with not stressing out that actually comes with living in the moment that comes with yep. constantly taking those smaller steps kind of like your grandfather did where it's one little step in the right direction Thanks. which he kind of had some pushback because he was negative you were saying he eventually turned it into a positive no, thing where he learned and pushed forward that's that's yeah. what we all need now and that's something i really haven't stressed in a, a couple episodes but we need positive thinking. We need to think about the now. We need to think about how we can make ourselves better so we don't have a 2020 all over again. <laughs> that all comes from the inside of us, not from outside what's inside. going on. Yeah, that's true. And I want to I wanna make a point. I'm sorry. I just want to transition a little bit here into breathing. And it, I think a great transition is to something that you mentioned before which was slowing yourself down while you're in the moment to figure out the right steps. And my example to this is through baseball. When you get up to the plate, right? And you need a hit to win the game. If you start yep. thinking about that hit, you know what's going to happen? You're, <laughs> you're thinking about winning. You're going to miss and you're going to strike out. Yeah. So you'll see a lot of the times they'll stop. They'll take a breath. They'll focus and watch the pitcher. They'll stop, take another breath. Mm -hmm. And they yep. don't come out swinging. They wait for the right opportune time to make that hit. But in the midterm between those pitches, they're bringing themselves into the moment. And they're constantly visualizing, even when they're not at bat, when they would swing when that pitcher throws. So I think that's a really important transition into breathing. And I want you to talk about different ways you can help access that third eye in different ways that you can help bring yourself into the moment through some breathing exercises. Okay. Yeah. So keeping us, so like 
doing a couple of breathing techniques to keep you in like the moment and the present kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there is, so I, um, I'll do three breathing techniques, which I've seen to help, which I've seen that it has seemed to help a lot of candidates, like either focusing on a school assignment or whether the, whatever the scenario might be. So the first one is, um, let's see if I can do it with the headphones. Uh, so your ears, nose, mouth, pretty much all your senses, you can hear pretty much everything going indirectly through the brain with just your hands. And it's, it's quite crazy, but it's, it's, it's kind of realistic. So if we, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> give me one second. Let's hope you can still hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait one second. So if we close the eyes and take a deep breath and close the nose and focus, and you could put the pinky like above the lip. If we focus on the hands and, and like focus on where the eat the the beat per second going from the ears to like the nose, you'll hear you'll hear like there's like a small it's it's like a it's like a heart rate monitor where you're hearing the, the sounds of the the uh, of the head going from your ears to your nose and you're constantly hearing what's going inside of you and you just you're technically supposed to hold it after so what i mean i maybe i didn't do i didn't a uh, decent <laughs> demonstration but you're supposed to Put your ears on your, uh, you're supposed to cover your ears with your thumbs, take the deep breath, close your nose, put the hands on the eyes and above the upper lip and kind of stay in that position as long as you can. And when you get out of it, it kind of makes you centered towards what you're thinking, you know, like puts you on the moment because you've kind of, you kind of controlled the brain to like, be centered so that um i mean if you want we can like i can do it for like five like two to three minutes to like show for a longer demonstration i, I think i got a really i got a really interesting tidbit on that actually <laughs> okay <laughs> where what i think you're doing because i am i'm pretty sure i'm undiagnosed add i'm all over the place <laughs> but what you're doing is you're getting a bit of visual distractions. So you're no longer hearing distractions. You're no longer seeing distractions. You're no longer smelling distractions. Yeah. I think that's an important caveat to that one where you're zoning everything else out and then you could just focus. And for somebody that like me is brains going a mile a minute back and forth, this really helps center yourself into sure. what's going on. I like that a lot. Anything you can uh, recommend or another one where, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people work nine to fives and they're stressed out of their minds. I think anxiety is through the what? roof. Yep. So you got anything for that one? Yeah. So for anxiety, um, 
yeah this one might uh, i mean obviously i mean the, that the first one that i did was a, a pretty easy but this one the, there's no hands or anything it's just the eyes and your throat and your breath you're gonna need so so i'm gonna be demonstrating the darth vader darth the darth vader voice one there's a different name to that but that's like how i like to call it because i like that it, better <laughs> <laughs> because it makes people more keen to doing it and also comparing it to um what's the other breath doing it doing the breath and fast uh in uh, on a fast round like call like to call like the treadmill run so when you're doing the darth vader voice you're this helps with allowing you to speak better, but also letting go of your fears, because it it keeps you from it keeps you from maintaining a mutual conversation as well. So, so you would take a deep breath from your nose, and you're supposed to release it through your throat. So, like. And you do this in multiple rounds and you can get as deep as you want, but, but you're literally sucking your voice inside you so that it can open your, your, uh, it can open, it can open you up so that it can open your voice up and like the, the stress and anxiety. And so the other one, the fast trend, the treadmill run, it's mostly your you're constantly breathing as fast as you can and taking it to, so that you can hold all that breath and let it out. So it goes like, so this is how you do it. So as long as you can, I usually like to say like your first 30 seconds, try to breathe as fast as you can and then take it all in and you're supposed to close your nose, but close your nose and your mouth and try to capture that, hold the breath in. And as long as you can hold the breath, the more the anxiety is going to let out once you let that all out. Like this is like the anxiety this literally takes out all the anxiety for that day, but you, but to slowly get rid of it, you'd have to do it on a continuing basis. And so when you let all that out, let everything out from that nose so that all the breath that you captured within those 30 seconds and, and held it inside you, you're letting all that anxiety go. So I'm going to try it. All right. So it's quick breathing followed by a big breath in, correct? Yeah, so you, so you, for 30 seconds, you, you constantly breathe at like a rapid pace and you take it all in, close the nose, make sure you don't open your mouth. And then you can hold it as long as you want, but usually I've seen folks hold it at max of like two or three minutes, which is a lot. And then after that, they let it go. But however long you can hold it, when you feel like you can't hold the breath inside of you, just let it go. I mean, we don't want you to like collapse, of course. So let it go when you feel like it's the right time. All right. Everyone in the audience and the listeners are going to do this together with me. We're going to start in three, two, one. 
and go. And then So yeah, and I now afterwards, know. everyone should feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that should have let, let out all that anxiety that you had for the past 30 or minute or 30 minutes to an hour at least. <laughs> I love it, man. And we're going to start wrapping this up right here. So a couple, two questions for you. The same two I ask everyone at the end of the show. First and foremost, where can people find you? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, you so you more. can... So you can find me on LinkedIn um, uh, by typing my name, Himanish Goel. I, uh, you can find me through Facebook and Instagram as well. And LinkedIn is kind of my main page. But if you want to subscribe to my photography page, you can do that on Instagram and Facebook called 3G Photos and Videos. So, yep. Love it. And last piece of inspirational advice you can leave to all listeners as a wrap up of the episode. So anyone starting or someone who's starting the journey to leading the next big thing with a a better life. I think the three things you want to take out of this is make the mindset to think in the current moment and to not think between the other two timelines of past and future. Because the, the more you think at the present, at, in your present state, you'll tend to feel more alive. And second is try to create the bubble around you where any, anyone you know, who's, who feels like they're mostly getting attacked or you know, they're not able to handle the, the sensitivity around them, that bubble creates a shield around you where anyone who's saying something that that doesn't pertain towards you, it bounces right back at them because it's not affecting you from the breath and just the way you're the way you're portraying your self-image. And I think the final point would have to be um, just be yourself. And um, I think meditation and spirituality and just believing in that it's going to make you a better version of yourself down the road. If you continue these practices for five or 10 minutes a day, it's like when you're doing, when you make, when you, you know, whether you're someone who's into fitness or loves to read books, it can help any person in their day-to-day lives. And I think that small change is what leads to the, uh, the next big thing. I absolutely love it. And thank you guys for joining us on this week's episode of Health and Fitness Redefined. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button and join us next week as we dive deeper into this ever-changing field. And remember, fitness is a journey, not a destination. Until next time. For us, we know what it's like to feel unhealthy, depressed, and downright defeated. We want to show others there is a right way. And through fitness, you could do anything you set your mind to. Fitness can give you that motivation, confidence, 
energy you need to bridge that mental gap and prevent you from missing important life events. We understand it's about feeling better, living longer, and being good examples for our kids. We understand this because we live it. And for us, that's the redefined difference.